Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Undiscussed and Unfiltered podcast. Little introduction, because this is probably the first episode that you guys are going to hear. Uh, I'm Jay, and that over there, metaphorically over there, physically, like, 2,000 miles away, is uh, Kay. Um, we have been friends for, like, 10-plus years, and I just said like, and I was really trying not to. Whoopsies! <laughs> Slow and concise wording. I'm going to start talking like this so that my dyslexic-ass ADHD brain doesn't fuck up the talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, like she said, <clears throat> you know, we've known each other for 10 years. We live very far away. We've never met each other in person. Um... And kind of whenever, it's kind of more of a threat. <laughs> whenever I say I'm gonna come see you, it's it's like a threat. <laughs> it's it's never been like a, an inviting thing. Well, it, like every once in a while. No, because you you always say that you're gonna co- you're gonna come over here when I do something really fucking stupid. When such as when um, I tell you that I'm talking to a certain somebody that I shouldn't be talking to. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's like, oh, hmm. uh, how much? Are, how much we are don't do that. Right I don't. Oh. What? It's like it's like I'm online. I'm on my computer. Click clack. Oh, how much are tickets? Oh, it's only like a grand to get out there tomorrow. Or or or. Oh, like what the time when you posted on your social media that you were on a fucking airplane and I, like dropped everything and texted you and i dead ass was like i'm really trying not to say like and i don't know how to not say it and i feel stupid um but yeah i i I texted k just texted him what the fuck are you doing where are you going like are you on a plane right now and this motherfucker posted an old picture from being on a plane from months ago had everybody thinking he was dead ass going places and he was just recycling pictures like a little slut that he is. Yeah, and that's the day that I found out that people put full faith and trust into everything I posted online. (laughs) So since then, it's been a... uh... I, I travel also, to random places all the time, randomly, but somehow I'm home at the same time. How how can that be? Because in my defense, I was having like a really a really rough time, and so when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, are you coming to like see me?" And I low key got a little excited because I was like, "A pick me up," but that no, fuck you, because you're an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> how the dare fun- you get my hopes up like that? You know, the funny part, too, is that when, when you ha- were going through, you know, times of, of trouble, um, and my mom, I just had lunch with my mom, and she's I'm asking so about you. Yeah, she's asking about you, and I'm like, yeah, she's, she's going through the heat right now. She's like, oh, did you send her a basket? And I'm like, 
No, I didn't send her a fucking basket. I gave her a pat on the back, a gold star, and said, go get them. <laughs> My mom sent a basket because I didn't. Yeah, you fucking so that, asshat. <laughs> oh, God, that was so that was so funny. That was so funny. I was sitting there. I was sitting in the car with her. She's like, what's her address? I'm like... I don't know. Shout out to mom. Shout out. Shout out to Mama K for being a real one, unlike K himself. Yeah. Well, I, I gave you like the the dad response that dads give their boys. It's like, oh, wow, your your legs blown off. Damn, son, that that really sucks. Here's a gold star. Um, now go get up. Get up. Go. Go. <laughs> The worst part is my actual father says the same shit, and it pisses me off. But <laughs> <laughs> gives you a gold star and says, "Pat, Pat, you're good. Go." <laughs> Love it. We don't we communicate in grunts at basically at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> so what is so what does Thanksgiving sound like? It's like you're, you're talking to your mom. She's oh. I don't know because I don't go. I don't. I don't family holiday. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, you shout out to shout out to all the people who spend uh, holidays alone um, willingly. Also, if you spend holidays alone unwillingly, um, I support you and I'm here for you. You got this. But uh, yeah, for those of us who choose to just be alone on the holidays, y- you are the ones who are really keeping it together because you know that if you family, you might you might end up in prison or. On the FBI watch list or something. <laughs> it's like it's like oh wow this bulldozer's only for eighteen grand wow a welder from Harbor Freight oh wow. <laughs> if you see me buying yeah. materials from the Home Depot to build a pipe bomb, mind your business. <laughs> just for theoretical reasons, everything in this podcast is a joke. It is all satire. Everything we say is a joke and cannot be held against me in the court of law. <laughs> For legal reasons. How sad is it, though, that we oh. feel the need to put that in the podcast? Because you know there's somebody who's going to eventually hear this, or no one's going to listen to it at all. Honestly, no idea. But somebody's going to listen and think that we're serious. And for you... I just have one question, listener who thinks everything people say on the internet is is serious and telling the truth. What's it like to grow up in a normal household? What? <laughs> you know, you know the kids that believe everything on the internet and like can't tell when people are joking grew up as an only child in a happy healthy home. We're just an only child. Yeah, but aren't most only children, like, not traumatized? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of I course. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I feel like single, single household children are more... They're more susceptible to being picked on. I feel. I mean, I, I I wasn't a single child, so I don't know. But like anyone I mean, that I, I. Yeah, huh? 
I am now. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before that made it in there. Yeah, Jesus. Holy Disclaimer, shit. I'm not actually an only child now. But I do like to point out the fact that I am missing a sibling quite often. Because dark humor is the best humor. <laughs> yeah, he, uh... You know what, maybe that, maybe that <laughs> should be the first topic. Um, just death. How do, how do, how do you guys handle death? With There's my a lot of people and a video, usually. <laughs> it's, it's... Just rub one out. <laughs> just, it's like, uh... This one's for you, Pop Pop! <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine looking down... And your your legacy and your grandchildren and this is what you've become. You're so oh sad. You gotta rub one out to your grandpa. <laughs> just pass oh away. Instead of pour yes. instead of pouring one out pouring one out for for the deceased. Yeah, you rub fucking, one out. Or loading one out, however you want to call it, dude. Uh, it's loading like, one out? Yeah, loading one out. It's like um what it's the like fuck a, does that mean? It's kind of like, you know, in a sense of, you know, let's say you have a wife and you're trying to get her pregnant. <laughs> you could be calling it loading the dishwasher. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Are you kidding? laughs> I, uh, I, I learned that one from my mom, actually. So I'm going to give a props to that. Yeah, God loading damn. the dishwasher. I, Give credit where credit is due. It's just so fucking funny. It's, I mean, here that is it's wild, like, actually. Yeah, it's it's so. I mean, sexist jokes in it, to the right people. It's funny. Um, it, like in all seriousness, sexism isn't isn't cool. Like, we, let's be for real. For real, <laughs> for real. For real, for real. Yeah, for real, for real. It's not. It's not funny. It, it's not cool but but in the, the right sense context, of making satire satire jokes for funnies on the internet yeah yeah it, it's it's hilarious you ever been to a comedy show like they talk about everything that they're not supposed to and it's funny because they're not supposed to talk about it i don't it's, it's like south park you know, South Park picks on everybody, and that's what makes it fun. Do you think? Do you think that when people go to these comedy shows like today, and they hear these like wildly outlandish jokes that like most people would not have the balls to say on a stage in front of a bunch of people, do you think people laugh because they actually think it's funny, or do you laugh? Do you think they laugh because they're uncomfortable? I think it could be a little bit of both, depending on like the demographic and the like geographical area. Like, let's say um, in, in California, for example, if you made, like, a pro-right-wing political joke towards the left, they're not going to be happy. Unless you do it right. Yes. Um, That'll be funny, though. Uh, yeah. Um, Intelligence is key when it comes to comedy. I, that's something that I think that I've learned as I got older. Like... The more intelligent the joke is, the funnier it gets. Yeah, or it, it just makes you look really dumb at a dinner table at your girlfriend's 
you know, party meeting her dad. <laughs> I made a joke about non-Newtonian experience. Yeah, I shit you not. I made a joke about non-Newtonian fluids. And like everyone just looked at me and I'm like, I'm like, y'all never fucked with cornstarch and water before? Like, come on. And they just uh, they just looked at me and I'm like, I don't know. All the stupid right. people looking that up right now. <laughs> a non-Newtonian fluid. Yeah, basically non-Newtonian fluid. You you poke finger into it slow, finger go in. You hit hard, uh liquid hard. Make no sense. Why make no sense? Don't know. That's basically monkey explanation of a non-Newtonian fluid. <laughs> Why no make sense? Physics. <laughs> Physics make no sense. Why oh, goopy God. but hard? Make no sense. It's fucking crazy. That's how I actually felt in my physics college course, to be honest with you. <laughs> the monkey part or the... The smart part. No, yeah, the monkey part. Just being like, this no makes sense. Don't know why we do. Um, there is several applications, such as a fucking calculator, that can do this for me. Did, were you not able to use a calculator in college? No. No. My physics professor in college would not let us use a calculator for certain things. Yeah, I love that. You know, the college I went to, because I went to a uh, went to a private college. They um for my math class, their whole thing was if you can program it and have it program it to show your work, you can use it. They didn't care, as long as you're able to show your work and have it um give out the right answer they didn't care oh cute yep yep <laughs> no so. okay college is a scam though let's be honest because right. you went to a yep. private college yep i did and i went to a public college or a state a state college if you will yeah yeah and um, the diff we are technically in the same field yes, technically to broadly and have vastly different educations. <laughs> right. The the it's I would argue the quality of my education was higher, but it was more focused into where it was at. You hopped degrees as well. I did. However, you, you hopped degrees. So. Even though I hopped degrees, I still should have had a more in-depth education on my final degree than I did. And it just, it, it's really interesting that they let me, first of all, have the degree that I have after changing my major. <laughs> yeah, because your one major... In such short was... little, short span of time. Yeah, and your majors were completely abstract from one another. No, oh, for sure. So, like, it's, it's so it's so interesting to me, uh, how your education and my education in, in college differed, mm -hmm. just in the sense of like. I mean, you graduated before I did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got my bachelor's degree in three years. 
Like I immediately okay. graduated high school and then like two months later I was in college because it was 10 weeks on, two weeks off for school. And it was all that, like I had no like large breaks. And then, so. so for me, I went into college as a sophomore because I had taken a bunch of online dual credit classes in high school, which children, if you're listening and you're in high school, do this. Find out if your high school offers dual credit courses for colleges and make sure it is a state college so that it transfers to whatever college you decide to go to uh, so that you can be ahead of everybody. And so if you do end up changing your degree, which when I was in college, uh, like, my freshman orientation, literally, our tour chick was like, you, I've changed degrees five times. Like, don't even worry about it. It'll happen. <laughs> so, mm. yes, do this so that you can be ahead. And if you decide that you no longer want to do what you thought you wanted to do, you're not behind. <laughs> yeah, that was good, too. Or what you do is you drop out of high school, get your GED, get in the workforce, and get a hands-on um experience anywhere you want to work for that sure was, the only downside with that though is if you do that you're kind of stuck in whatever that you just decided to pick well kind of until you go do the same thing elsewhere because what let's say you drop out of high school 16 or yeah 16 that's what sophomore year high school yeah you pick up a part-time job, you get your GED in the like within the year. Um, you after you get your GED, you can apply anywhere. You literally have your high school diploma before anyone else. Cuz that's what a GED Thanks. is. You go work anywhere you want. Like if it's in tech, go start at a Best Buy, then work your way up in tech that way. It's it's a simple way to do it. And all, that was my biggest, that was my, uh, one of my consensus papers in um, college is really big. And it, it threw a lot of people back. And I pissed off a lot of professors because my opening statement was college is a waste of time and you shouldn't be here. That was my opening 100%. sentence. And I went into it. I went into saying, look, the return on investment for your degree is not as high as you think it is. You got it. And no. I'm like, I went into the statistics of your college is hyping you up and telling you how much you could make in your degree, not much how you, how much you will or could make. I have a friend who has the same degree as me. He, I mean, bless his soul. I don't know where he's at now. He was absolutely struggling to get a job. He couldn't get like a job at McDonald's, like low level jobs. He couldn't get a job. He had the same bachelor's degree as me. And that's like a worst, worst case scenario. Right. So keep in mind your college, your college is lying to you about how much you'll make. And your high school will only focus on government assisted colleges. So let's say you go to your advocate at your high school. The year, I mean, it literally says how it was for me. My advocate, I told them, hey, I want to go to this private college because their education is higher and they're a part of, like, they're as good as these Ivy League schools, if not better. They're outperforming everyone. She told me, you don't want to go to a private school. 
because a private school is risky. They're going to give you all these, all the shit. They're going to shove it down your throat. And um, because of that, they're going to try and deter you away because the government is paying them to tell you that. So keep in mind, like, look behind the curtain and do your own research on shit. And that's, you know, kind of leading into high school, modern day high school. I'm kind of going on a tangent here. Bless me. Modern day high <laughs> school is shit. It is so dog shit. They don't teach you. No, where's the where's the life skills that teenagers should be learning? Like a, right. a majority of teenagers have their first job, and they should really know how to do things such as like fill out a check or balance a checkbook or you know open an, open up a credit card or a bank or anything like that. You know, but they're not teaching you that. They're right. not teaching they, you these skills because they're going to put because high schools and public education systems, they put you in a box. Like, for example, let's say you grab like 50 fleas, right? You know how fleas jump. Um, mm -hmm. If you put them in a jar and you close the lid of the jar, the fleas will only jump as high as the lid goes. So if you ever open that lid, the fleas will never jump out. So you put in this box and it's like, you're to think this way, you're to be this way, and this is what you're to do. And arguably, I think public education slows people down. The things that I think public education should teach is how money works, how money is. How can you make money and be a person? Because the dollar isn't fucking real. None of your money's real. And not a lot of people put that behind anything. You know, the only reason why I didn't graduate high school early is because I wanted to flex and get all these awards. And I got that. But it, in the long term, like, I could have been making probably double my salary by now if I just dropped, like, got my GED and got out. Like, during COVID, my, my younger sibling was in high school. He was a – his sophomore year had started, and they went online. He said, fuck this. Literally got his GED during his junior year of high school while everyone's in high school. He went to a private technical college for automotive out in Wyoming. And he graduated a week before I did, like in college. So it, it just depends on what you want to do. And he, there's days and sometimes checks where he makes more than me. And I'm like, damn, dude, that's crazy. That's insane, and um, it, it, it's it's absolutely nuts and on like, the, what you the, can do. The biggest part of college that I feel like is a scam, and I have said this to you several times, so bear with me as I say it again for the people in the back, is <laughs> you go to college to get your bachelor's degree or your associate's degree, and depending on what your degree is in, for a majority of people, this is true. Whatever your degree is in, if you just have your four-year degree of ba your bachelor's degree, it doesn't mean shit. It is the equivalent of a high school diploma. I am personally experiencing this, experiencing this myself uh, as I graduated college and I thought I had a plan and my plan fell fell through. And I was in a different area than where I originally 
grew up and went to school and all that. And I found out the very quickly that not a lot of people want to pay you because you have a you have a bachelor's degree, and they also don't care that you have your bachelor's degree. Most companies want you to have at least a master's degree or a doctorate, and if you don't have either of those, they want you to have at least five plus years of experience in that field. Let me ask you something. How the fuck are you supposed to get experience if no one wants to fucking hire you because you don't have the qualifications? So, when you are going... And getting the experience by dropping out. (laughs) Facts. But here's the thing. Here's what I wanted to say. If you have your bachelor's degree and you are looking at jobs and you are feeling super, super, super discouraged because every you feel like you don't meet the requirements for anything that is available to you at that time apply anyways just do it because as i've just recently found out a lot of these people i don't even think they know what their job listings say no they don't so you know, and and the next thing, this is something that I had to overcome, and I'm sure many people have to have had to overcome it as well. But if you suck at talking about yourself, just keep doing it. Talk about yourself, hype yourself up, find out what you're super good at. Um, if there was a class in college that you just super excelled at, like you're ace in every test or every paper you get an A, whatever, you know, really hone in on what that class offered, like what skills that class offered to you and just talk about how great you are at that. And I guarantee you, if you're in the, if you apply to the right job, even if you don't have the experience and you hype yourself up to these people, you sell yourself to these people, they're going to hire you regardless of if you're actually qualified or not. Yeah, because all an interview is, is just a meeting between between two liars that's all it really is well yeah and all of their interview questions happen to be trick questions i would just like to point that out uh when they ask you questions such as why you left a place or or how did you resolve a conflict between a coworker, anything they're really looking for key things like if you happen to be a petty person or if you happen to be just a negative person, that's all they're looking for. So how you answer these questions is really important. So stick to the facts that you know about yourself and always try to be somebody who is positive and looks for positive resolutions. Yeah. I guarantee then, you the next job interview you walk into, you're going to ace it and you're going to get that job. I believe but, in you. I do. And then when, when you get to the job, then you can be a negative Nancy. <laughs> yeah, once you're already there, fuck it, you know. I, I, uh, arguably, like <laughs> fucking the- Deborah is. If Deborah's getting on your nerves, tell Deborah she's a fat bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Don't say that. Yeah, and then hit her with a right hook. <laughs> fuck that bitch. Fuck oh. you, Deborah. Wham! Whoa! Chris Brown two. I'm Deborah sorry. one. <laughs> Finish her. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't condone violence. We don't condone violence uh, all the time. If it's absolutely necessary, yes, do it. (laughs) Absolutely. But never, never, and I repeat, never, never throw the first punch. 
You don't start these motherfucking fights, but you fucking finish them, all right? Yeah, and as a man, you never hit a woman. Ever. Um, Ever. You never hit a woman. You know what's interesting about that, actually, that you brought that up? I have have something that I think is rather interesting. Uh, As of recently, Mm -hmm. I have witnessed, because I like to people watch, because I'm a weirdo. I, she's, I mean, she's in a park, eating your protein. Um, yum, yum. Oh, look drinking a protein violence. shake at the gym, just wallace, head on a swivel. No, I mean it's it's important. It's important important to be aware of your surroundings. How, like, however, uh, I tend to people watch just anytime I'm in public. So if I'm at the grocery store, or, uh, out to dinner with friends, like we people watch. Fuck it. Um, we make up scenarios for people on dates, too, which is real fun. If you haven't done this, you should try, because, oh my god. It's like having your own personal telenovela that you're narrating yourself. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, so I've recently just, I forgot where I was, but we were wandering around, uh, a friend and I, and we happened to see a couple that, like, the girl was, like, play fighting, and just, like, you know, bapping him. Obviously, I can't tell you how hard she was hitting him because I'm not the person she was hitting. But in my opinion, she probably wasn't hitting him that hard um, because she was tiny and this man, her boyfriend or whoever this man was to her was quite bigger, quite larger than she was. Um, very masculine man, for sure. Uh, to put this into very visual aspects, it was like... Um, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day, back in his prime oh, wow. bodybuilding physique, and then um, a dainty little like 1950s woman. <laughs> okay, alright, I, I see what's going on here. Very, very pinup, very pinupy. Um, but she was just play fighting around, and like, obviously, we weren't close enough to hear what they were talking about, but she she was, like, you know, giving him love taps on the shoulder and whatnot. Um, but, in my again, in my opinion, I don't think she was hitting him that hard. Uh, and he also looks like somebody who could take a hit, a couple hits, before it actually started to hurt. Um, and it was, like, the first or second time that we witnessed her punch him. And uh, he turned... And he hit her back. And I was baffled because clearly the way she hit him in the shoulder versus the way he hit her back, very different, vastly different. And you could hear the smack, the skin on skin schmack. Um, and so I was just like, God damn. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was just very interesting to me. You know, and it's um, as a man your strength it's it's let me i'm gonna go on a tangent here so just just let me let me speak for a minute the a a lot of men under like we're not like fully knowledgeable of the ability of our strength and it reminds me of this quote from socrates he said it's a what it goes along the lines of it's a shame for a man to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable right mm-hmm. so you as a man to a woman 
your strength is biologically and significantly stronger. That's not to say that a woman couldn't be stronger than a man. There's many powerlifting women out there that can lift heavier than me and bless their soul um, and their bladder. <laughs> you, it's um, so like you, the sh it's like a tenth of our power can be extremely harmful. You know, yes. you can you can seriously hurt someone on accident, even though you don't mean it. And I mean, I've seen TikToks and Instagrams of women watching men work out, and then like though it didn't it didn't kick in for me really until I seen these videos of these women watching men work out, and they're just in awe. They're like, "Wow, like I will never underestimate the strength of a man again." Like. Because some of these men, they can, your body weight is their warm-up. Mm -hmm. It is literally cake to warm up. Like, what, uh, what, 45 and 45 equals what? <laughs> I don't know, what does it equal? 40, plus the bar, 45 times 30. 40, I don't know. It's That's 135. That's 135, yeah. So, like, these women, they're 135, because I warm up with... I warm up at the bar and then I move up to a plate and then I move up to like you move up and wait. Like most women, mm -hmm. like petite women, like the bar to a plate, like that's a, that's a lot of weight for some people. And that's mm -hmm. a warm up weight. Like you can, it's just, it's just so insane to see like the ability that we have and the strength that we have. And, you know, I think we need to be more conscious of what we're, we're capable of doing anyway. Right. And like the, the man probably didn't re think that he hit her very hard. Right. But she obviously was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That was way uncalled for. And, and to that, I'll say, don't play fight in relationships. No, no, it's a dangerous game. It, you will, you will hurt her. You will right, hurt and her. then of course, you know, you don't think, you know, she's she's hitting you, so you're hitting her back, and you you think that you're playing um, because she was playing. However, you're you don't understand how hard, much harder you hit with your your play fighting hurts compared to hers. So just don't do it if you're a man and a girlfriend and your girlfriend likes to play fight a lot you know but then you know gets upset because you hit her too hard just stop just stop don't do it anymore um tell her to stop if she doesn't stop then you know have conversations but it's definitely something that people need to be more conscious of is because you don't know most people don't know their own strength like Right. You know, even girls. Some girls probably don't think that they're hitting you that hard, and you probably feel otherwise. I don't know, but stop right. the play fighting. It's twenty twenty four. End end play fighting. I mean, unless you're into it. No, no, like yeah, like if you're if like you play fight, if you play fight and everything's Gucci, like every you're all good when you play fight. Nobody gets mad. Nobody gets hurt. Uh, nobody's upset about how hard the play fighting is getting by all means continue but if you know you happen to play fight and every time you play fight your significant other gets mad because you hit them too hard maybe you should maybe you should reevaluate play fighting mm -hmm. in the relationship but agreed 
Agreed. Well, for first podcast, we've yeah. kind of covered a lot of topics. We've covered a lot just for shits and giggles for first throw around. But that's what this podcast is for. So circling back to uh, the beginning of the podcast, I told you that it was going to be very chaotic. We weren't, we weren't sure which chaotic category it fell under. Um, I feel like this one was pretty neutral. Not not a lot of evil or or good chaos from this one. Maybe some good chaos. Uh, chaotic neutral. <laughs> chaotic neutral. How I love to describe myself because never will I start anything, but I sure as hell love to not stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch it unfold. Um, within reason. Don't don't take that. Don't take that where you where you bitches are gonna take it. By the way, <laughs> hit him with the disclaimer for legal reasons. Everything that is said in this podcast is entirely satire. Anything we have said, it's all satire. Chill the fuck out. Fake news. All of it's fake news. All of it. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> he says it with like China. a G. It's, it sounds like he's saying vagina. You know, like. It, it really China. gross. Gina. Lips out. Gina. Oh my god, that was really good. Gina. You gotta say, Donald like, Trump, is that you? No. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. That was uncannily good. <laughs> I have uh, my Twitter account back. You don't have a Twitter account. I don't see you with a Twitter account. Free Twitter accounts for all. Everybody, everybody, everybody gets a free Twitter account. That is so good. Why did I not know you that you could do like a spot on Donald Trump impression? That's insane. I wouldn't say it's spot on. I need some help. But... No, like the way it is coming, the audio is coming through. It sounds. I would convinced that it was him. I could be convinced. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. You're wrong. Um, You're wrong. Everyone's wrong. And only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> God I hope I hope when we listen to this back it sounds the same because oh my God. Yeah however you but hear yeah, it, guys. that's how the uh, that's how the bot hears it so Oh, I got nine minutes to wrap this up. Uh, I just want to say, I have have one thing to say to you, Kay. One thing. One thing only. Okay. Applebee's is one of the greatest fucking restaurants that ever existed. Hot take. Applebee's ain't shit anymore, okay? When they removed everything, it's like, okay, fuck you. Hot take. Applebee's is dog shit now. Okay, I haven't no, been in a long time. Okay, with every time I've been to Applebee's, I feel gypped on French fries. I feel like they dust. This is why you don't like Applebee's. They fuck me over on my fries, dog. Every time, I feel like their menu. My fucking fries aren't frying. <laughs> They're not like this. Really, isn't a certified hash brown moment. Like, you know, it's it's upsetting. It's upsetting because I feel like everything's gone downhill. It doesn't have the ambiance. Right, 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 right. But the spinach artichoke dip, though. Okay. 
the mott sticks, the cheese curds. Oh, I'm gonna have a, a mouth gasm. I have I haven't had their cheese curds. <clears throat> They're so good, brother. So good. And I am a cheese whore. You know this. I'm a cheese whore. So if I like somebody's cheese curds, I am a cheese curd connoisseur. Mm-hmm. And I would say Applebee's is up there in my top five cheese curds that I've ever had. You know, there is one thing at Applebee's that I can't shit on though. If if you're Cheers. on a if you're on a bulk or if you're just really feeling something good, they're they're blondie brownie. That's it's not like what I a, thought you were it, say. It's like a butterscotch, like blondie brownie thing. It's like a hot, big ass yes. brownie with amazing ice cream in this like cum type sauce. I don't know what it is. I'd lick it up. And you put it all uh, over and there's like nuts on uh, it. It's so good. It's like 2,000 calories. It'll go straight to your ass. But it's so good. The chocolate lava meltdown cake thing. I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's called something different everywhere. Those things could fuck me up. I Every time I go to Applebee's, like as a child, I get it. Because it's so fucking good. How can you not get that? It's like an Applebee's staple. Uh, But it's... Yeah, and like you just cut that bitch and it just oozes everywhere. Oh, it's sex. <laughs> it's better than sex. It sounds like it's um hot take. I Literally. really don't like. I don't really. I really, I don't really like lava cakes. You know what ruined it for me? What? Domino's. Domino's ruined lava cakes for me. I was gonna say your uncle putting his dick in it. What? <laughs> Wow! Yeah, no. <laughs> you didn't need to remind me. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks right now. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> PTSD. PTSD is not funny. You should never joke about PTSD. You should it's not, not joke about no. PTSD. Is no. very real, and if you yep. suffer from PTSD, I urge you to seek help. Yep, seek help. Um, yeah. <clears throat> PTSD's not funny. And how dare you for joking about it? The audacity. I feel like if you have something, you're allowed to joke about it. It's like the N-word pass? Is that what you're insinuating here? No. That's not the same at all. It's the same. If you have something, you have, like... (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. No, it's no, no. Like you must be bestowed upon. No, no, no. You have to be bestowed upon by the black co- community in order to have that pass. And nobody I know has ever received that honor. So. I found one online for 15 bucks that I can add to my Apple wallet. So I don't want to. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I, I don't speak for. Um, I don't speak for anyone or any group or any minority um, (laughs) for any legal or legitimate reasons. (laughs) But some kid made the N-word pass and you can add it to your wallet on your iPhone. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I would I I encourage you to go see if you can get away with using it. 
you know, I I really don't want to uh, try that. That's one of the few words that I will not say. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. No, in all reality, don't say that word. If you're not a part of that community, don't say that word. Or just ever. don't say it. Just don't. Uh. If you if you really want a word to say to call your own, and you happen to be white. Guess what? They bestowed the the beautiful word called cracker upon us, so go ahead. Use that all you will. Cracker, Cracker Jack. Oh, dude, I want to find a list of white racial slurs now. (laughs) I haven't thought about racial slurs for myself. But I'm pretty sure they're absolutely I'm I'm sure there has to be some. List I'm of white racial slurs. It's on Wikipedia. Um, Ooh, love a Wikipedia page. Uh, for white people discovered on a group me. Te- oh wait, this is an article. Auburn oh. Black Student Union pers- produces list of racial slurs for white people. Discovered on group me text chat, allegedly associated with organization. Ooh. Oh, they have it right here. Shout out to these kids, bro. Oh, what did that say? Yeast? What? Yeast infection? Mermaids I'm here for and it. maniacs? Plantation Barbies? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Vanilla Vulture? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> rice. Don't die. Good God. Rice rascals. I okay. Rice rascals is my new favorite word or phrase. Milk cricket. Oh, this one's fancy. People of colonial complexion. Colonial complexion. That's fucking wild. Who are these kids? I want to meet them. This is funny. Whoever they were are, they deserve a fucking raise. I'll get I'll I'll say that much. Okay, cheese skins, bleach demons, flower monster, discharge Cheese dogs. skins? <laughs> yeah, saltine cracker, sour cream salamanders, cave dweller, cracker, mutations, yeast maggots, snow pigs, milky munchers, yeast yeti, no purpose flower, iPhone on light mode. Iron Golem, Plaster People, Dandruff Flake, Salt Shaker, Chalk Child, Toilet Paper Roll, Sour Milk, Snow snow Possum, (laughs) Palm Colored Ones, Blue Cheese Vice Lieutenant. I'm going to need these on a shirt. (laughs) Oreo filling. Um, Oreo filling? Yep. Um, Unedited Google Doc. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. On that note, oh, that's all we have for this week. No, one more. Mayo Sapiens. <laughs> all right, you Mayo Sapiens and non Mayo Sapiens. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Undiscussed and Unfiltered podcast. Tune in next time. And we'll catch you when we catch ya. Bye. Bye.